Outside the system and then some This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth So Chinatown Radio offers the coordinates to a path out You're searching for something whole Cause what you see is real life You're watching this world unfold The truth beneath the lies Rekindling what's been stole The need to free one's mind Uncover the truth exposed So people see the light Let's shut it down so we can know It's simple, we just break it down a little bit So we can process all Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode And it's beneficial, we can get this kind of rose And get the future generations wanna stop the whole thing With the message in this city, we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis This is episode 121. ChanitDownRadio.com is the website. Today is episode 121. It's a double header. The first part of this is the truth thermometer. And what I'll be talking about there is getting into a gauge of a 20 year period in which I've been awake to knowing what's going, really going on on planet Earth and giving you a more accurate measure of you know where we're at as far as how people are awake to this information and if there's an increase of it and how, how it's going. And the second part of this talk is extreme fitness where I'm going to be getting into a program that you can help yourself to get into extreme fitness and health and promote a healthy lifestyle and be able to get yourself progressing on the right track to being a, a, a more fuller human. So that will be today's two subjects, a double header. I haven't been able to do an episode for a while due to the fact that I've gotten too busy with regular life and work and I'll be, uh, you know, trying to give you a steady feed as much as I can. And as far as the YouTube show that I keep promising that I've been talking about for many months, Truth-Filled Trajectory, I had to be realistic for the time being until I get the right equipment to do the show. And I'm hoping that I will have the right equipment by summer of 2019 to actually put it out properly because I don't even own a computer right now, just an iPad, and I'm working on getting a computer that that's going to work for that and many other things that I want to do and that takes money which is also part of 
the time factor and the scarcity factor. But anyway, uh, this show, I keep telling you, please do not follow on Blog Talk Radio because I will be switching services at one point or another. And that is something that uh, the best thing to do is get onto iTunes, Stitcher, and follow me on any of those kind of feeds so you can get the continuous feed of the show and not try to rely on something that I'm probably not going to be part of much longer, more than likely, anyway. Alright, so if you want to help support the show, spread the word, if you can, uh, spread the word, you know, people that like minds and would like to hear the show, please spread the word so others can hear it. On this show, there's no shows that don't matter, they're all important shows and they're not dated, a lot of them you can be talked about and listened to right now in present day. So if you can help do that, spread the word, and if you can support, uh, go to the website and support on the support page by actually uh, putting a tip in the jar, or if you want to purchase an album, or become a Patreon subscriber. Alright, well, enjoy the subjects of the day. Truth thermometer. This is a truth thermometer. This is a gauge, this episode here, of what's been going on uh, for a while, anyway. Um, so, welcome again to Channel Down Radio. Uh, so, yeah, I've been, a, I've been only doing radio for nearly six years now. Not that long. But this, this time, 20 years ago... I met an insider that blew my mind and broke down the real world to me and changed how I think forever. Uh, an insider that I uh, mentioned on the show before, his name was Sherman, and, well, that's what I call him to avoid giving out his real name because, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure he wouldn't want to be mentioned because he was high up in the USDA and, and he broke down to me everything on how the world works. And... It was awesome because it was just the right moment in my life. So this was 20 years ago in 1999 when I really learned how the world works and I learned how how the the system is and you know why everything's so fucked up in this world and it it made a lot more sense than just randomly a bunch of greedy people here and there and random things just made this world it had a Things had a purpose finally, and everything flowed together into a real picture that I understood. And, and of course, I didn't just take it at face value. I'm not that kind of person to do that, even though back then, not as much as now. But I had my time of validating everything he said on whether it was true or not. But then, built off of what I had learned, and you may know my story if you listen to my podcast. I'm sure that I've talked about this on multiple podcasts. I know I have. And I didn't spend all those years vocalizing my knowledge, though. I, I just was raising kids. I was working two jobs, six days a week, for years, and not making any impact in my world other than just working and getting the things done that I needed to get done. And then my, my music was not even happening much, and I had to take a pause on life. I had little kids at the time. Now, I, I had a lot of time to simmer, but it finally all had to come out of me. I could not just keep it in. So, in fact, I'm at tipping point now with my unawake side being less of my life than awake. So, I've lived now half of my my life awake to, to at least uh you know, a good portion of 
the knowledge that I have. But it's not like in 1999 when I, when I found out how the world runs. I just knew everything, and I still don't. I'm still learning, and even I've said things on this show in my earlier archives that I, can, I, I don't lean on as much because I, you learn and you grow. And I don't have everything right. I never said I did. You know, I, I never say absolutes here hardly at all because I know that um, that there are there is room for growth. But at the same time, there are basic truths, and the truth comes in droves, and it all starts with simple base realizations that, and that's where that's where I always like to bring the show back to too. As you notice, I, I I like to keep it simple sometimes as well, daily things. You know, the simple fact that your your time is, is taken up making a living and it's drudgery and what you do all day long has no connection to who you really are and what your real purpose is. And that's just a, 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 just a small example among, among thousands of examples. But these base realizations are, are not enough. They, they are symptoms and we have to find the root causes of these problems. But the base realizations of the fact that you're not free are important and we need to recognize those on a daily basis because they stem from the root causes that stop our freedom. So um, all this time I've spent looking at this information, living with it, letting it simmer within me and, and everything. The, the question comes, you know, are people waking up? And well, you see, I don't see it. I'm around a lot of people from all walks of life, and I just don't see it. And I've heard some people say, well, people are waking up. And and people might be on small levels, though, you know, on on minuscule levels a a lot of time. Um, I mean, I don't see it, and I, I... I mean, to what degree, and that's really the answer, that's really the question here is, to what degree are people waking up? Because, yeah, more people are are knowing this information, which is good, and more people have heard of these things going on, and, uh, by the way, I'm broadcasting, broadcasting here sort of in nature, and you'll hear background noise, um, not really the most choice place to broadcast so if you hear interference you understand but um i do like to broadcast in nature but anyway uh i think it's good that more people know this information more people have heard of these things happening in the world and more people are attending conferences that you may have heard of and i've seen this i guess if you call it a movement grow in numbers of people interested, but I've also seen it get convoluted. I've seen it get filled with too much, too much information that doesn't matter, too. And this is what I was talking about also with Matt Landman a few, few episodes back, if you remember. I was talking about an analogy of where I see people at in the world uh, as far as comparing it to a stoplight. There are red light people, which is most people who are not doing anything. They're just contributing to the system. They're stuck. They're red light people. They're not going anywhere. And then there's yellow light people. Yellow light people are this large amount of the people that kind of know this information 
or maybe they know a lot and they're they're armchair revolutionaries or uh, armchair quarterbacks and or even less than that they're just they just know this information but they're not doing anything with it and and then there's green light people people that are actually you know putting this information to use and starting to or totally doing things that are you know more than I even do I feel, I'm a green light person to a lesser extent because I don't feel like I can do these podcasts often enough and get out in the world often enough to do uh, sh- live performances and things like that, which I will eventually. But um, yellow light people will not change things. So that's the majority of the people that know this information are yellow light people. What, what are we going to do with all this information? Just sit on it? You know, pull it out for a rainy day? I know, I know that the odds are against humanity, but we have to always remember that humanity is the masses and that the power elite are really just a few. And if we stop following them, that is, then, yeah, that, that could be a big change. I just don't see it, though. I, everywhere I go, worldwide, their focuses are not on becoming free of the system because they don't see the system. People are fooled that everyday life is normal, that this existence is completely normal, and people's values are not on being free. They don't value being free over their comforts. They don't, they don't, they don't, uh, you know, they, they would rather just be in that, that comfort zone. Again, yellow light people, or, or worse, red light people, really. But a lot of people are just stuck on the treadmill. And that's me too. That's me too. But I'll drop this, this whole thing in a second, if, if a massive rise of people wanted to do something else. But I've really been given relatively no choice, so I have to do it too. It sucks. And I don't hear conversations anywhere about wanting to break free from slavery. I really don't. So when people say, people are waking up, I'm just like, where? And what's being done? Because I'm not seeing it. I mean, yes, I live in Hawaii where people visiting are here to be light and easy, and and they're not they're not at their slave jobs, you know. So they're 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 going to be enamored by with the beauty of Hawaii and distracted. And I get that. And and I and that's one of the reasons I do like the visitor industry in a way because here's people not on their regular Monday through Friday schedule, and that's really that's really relieving to me because these are people that are like finally breaking free. Like, wow, what do I do with freedom? But they're not doing much other than the visitor industry. But but so those conversations are not much to take measure of, the, the tourists. And people who live here are not talking about any of that either. And, the, I mean, the Hawaiians, the, which is a small part of Hawaii's population, the real indigenous Hawaiians, were long ago pacified and brought into civilization, and their land was taken away. And as I've highlighted before, the fights of the old world, the old, are gone. And everyone just accepted this way of life that, that paved over the past. So people gave up a long time ago. And now they're just, they're just, um, they're, the fight has been watered down. Each generation to the point where people think they are free and this is life to them. And, and it, you know, and if it's life to you then, and that's, and you're just fine with it, then don't listen to my show. Go listen to somebody else and, and, and not talk about breaking free and, and, and digging deep into reality here. That's because barcode slavery, what I call everyday life, paying everything by, by the barcode, barcode slavery doesn't look like ball and chain slavery. It doesn't look like shackled slavery. People don't know how to categorize slavery as 
as the life they, they live. They, they, they don't because they gave the, the equation of slavery mixed with rewards. And the slaves never notice. They don't notice because they get, they get a weekend. They get, they get two days off. Whoa. And if you live in America, you get a week to two weeks of vacation a year. If you're lucky and sometimes not even paid. I mean, so, you know, people don't have the concept of, of the fact that they're slaves completely because they're still uh, in their, 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 their uh, rewards program of getting a day off here and there. I'm not trying to bring you down, though, okay? So with this, 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 um, this measure, this thermometer of, of what's going on in the world and everything and what I'm seeing is not here. I'm not here to bring it down, but I'm being realistic. We really have to get realistic and not try to pl- prop up bullshit that makes people think that, you know, we're getting any traction here because really we're not. And on this show, I'm never trying to blow smoke up your ass and tell you that. And I'm that everything is just fine and and don't worry about it. I enjoy my daily life and and I, and I give thanks every day. And I try to touch amazing every day if I can. So I do enjoy my life and I make sure that I do because I fight for it. And that's what you have to do too. But we need to remember to be aware of what time we are in and what people are focused on. Because maybe you and I are not focused on what most people are focused on, but most people are focused on not even thinking about this information. And yet it's the most important information in the world to break free. Most of my awake friends are spread out very thin around the world, and they too are, for the most part, loners in a vast world of asleep people that... That they too feel alone, and there's not huge communities of, of of people who are aware and awake. And it's easy to listen to podcasts all day or watch YouTube videos, and maybe you have been attending conferences with like minds, and you've surrounded yourself with this information, and that's awesome, and that's great. But but it's easy to to think that maybe there's there's big amounts of uh, big amounts of um, you know, people that are that are getting there, but but let's be honest with ourselves here. This is an uphill battle, and most people do not chant down the many tentacles of the system, and that is a that is the real problem here. Is most people do not they do not go on those those trains of thought that they they don't really thoroughly chant down break down the system. Um, People are not getting anywhere. We're we're still destroying this planet. We're 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 still being sprayed and drenched by chemtrails. Five G is still being welcomed in every day. Everyone's divided by every possible way to divide, and we have to work more than ever to make a living. I mean, free speech is being shut down. Humanity is enslaved. The battle is fiercer than ever. It's it's it's. Uh, Totally fierce. And, but the good news is that the power elite are putting in more drastic measures, and that makes great numbers of people wake up and go, wait, what the hell is going on here? And that is good. That is good. But when you wake up, you're on a different stream of consciousness. 
and you no longer belong to this life, uh, this way of life. So, and and when you do that, um, once you've gone past, I should say, that wait, what the hell's going on here? And then you dig deep enough, and you wake up. You're on a different, a different playing field. You're slightly or extremely, depends on your level of of awakened mind, offset from the identity of uh, everyday life systemite. So that it it's um, that itself is very challenging to be offset like that. Look, I'm very comfortable with who I am. I, I have no problem. But then again, I have had the advantage of living with this information long enough at least for it to, to um, you know, sink in. And the whole fear thing, I mean, it didn't last long with me because I, I wasn't afraid anymore. I was, I've accepted the way things are. I, I don't know. But that's just me. But here's another problem many face, many people face, is getting too fanatical about this info. There's a balance here because, okay, you become a new identity. You've, you've unplugged yourself from the system with your best abilities. And that's, that's so much attachments we, we don't see, you know, that you've unplugged from. And now you've swung the pendulum too far the, the other way where, where everything is a lie and you can't trust anyone even though that's mostly true, I mean, I agree, but you still have to live life, too, uh, and, and you can't see eye-to-eye with anyone, or find common ground, and then you isolate yourself by not connecting with the other humans, even though it sucks sometimes, but you gotta not, you know, isolate yourself in a way, or another another thing I notice is, you're ultra sensitive and allowing kind of a right brain imbalance to where it seeps in and you're affected by everything and what it does is it brings uh, an unnecessary suffering and that's that's not good too so you just have to pick and choose your battles and find a way of life that allows you to have the best ingredients for balance or you can't help anyone um, you can't let the scary dark parts of knowing what the hell is going on destroy you. You can't let this knowledge destroy you. It must empower you. It must put you on a new path to feel empowered and and happy in, in taking on a new life. <clears throat> let me escape a little bit here um, from the noise because it's sort of annoying right now. Um, where I normally go here... Um, to do a broadcast, it's spring break, and I didn't realize there'd be so many people around, it's kind of annoying, but, so yeah, I mean, I'm annoyed with, you know, people too, I get annoyed a lot of time with people and what, what they're doing, and, and, um, you know, just trying to do my thing here, but, uh, the, the net, the, the knowledge, you must let things empower you, and what mission this activism puts you on is, the role of a teacher and a purveyor of knowledge to the lost. You become a green light person. You become this activated person. And you have to be intact yourself. You have to deal uh, uh, with a great bit of your own difficult problems from childhood and understand that you have been manipulated. And you, So you have to be intact yourself. 
and you have to heal yourself before you can help and heal others. And once you've realized that government is wrong and that the world is run by lunatic psychopaths and that the truth is golden and it's the light of the world, then you have become a new person and you have to become a balanced one out of the ashes, to, so to speak. And um, I can say for me, you know, comp- I, I had, it took me a lot longer to become, um, to get any work done in this, in this, uh, this, this work done than some other people. I mean, there's some great voices in the so-called truth community that woke up maybe five to 10 years ago and they've done much more than I can have done at all. But that's just because I have my circumstance of, um, you know, like I said, I was busy for years just raising kids and, and working a, a bunch of jobs and stuff. And I was just that guy that worked all the time. And now, you know, here I am. But each each has their own starting point. But you have become a balance. You have to become this balanced new person out of the ashes. And now, so for me as a radio show host, I get asked, where's the solutions? And, and that's a common thing because people hear this information and this is again the 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 beginning of being a yellow light person where you hear this information and you want answers because it's scary because you've invested yourself in the system and you have to uninvest yourself and that's the way you go but the first part of getting you anywhere is knowing that all this bad stuff is happening and knowing how bad you've been deceived learning not to trust the institutions of society and uh, absolutely not trust them because they're all run by the big institutions are run by the the evil oligarchy so so really knowing what's not good and what's doing you a disservice is a start for taking your life back from its usurped state and those alone are actually solutions and reminders are also useful in the way of grounding ourselves in this world that's so easy it's it it this it that's so it's so easy to to fall off the rails and get derailed for us that know this information on a daily basis that we do need the simple reminders but remember that 99% are still not awakened and i hope more and more can stumble upon the truth and that's why i make my material for that audience too that 99% the great work is getting that 99% to understand this world and want to make a consciousness change. I mean, the solutions are in coming together and forgetting our differences. So truly, um, only a consciousness change, as I've always said, is going to work for the real change this planet needs. It's the only real way is a consciousness change. It can't just be this partway change. It's got to be a full-on consciousness change. So these are these are solutions as well. Just just the simple. Things that I cover on this show, you know, um, shining light on the dark. And not always, like on the next segment of the show, I'm going to get into um, the uh, the solution of, of be promoting a healthy life. But, uh, you know, it's not my fault we're in dark times. That's just the motherfucking reality right now. It's just how it is. And so there's so many different faucets of this information, too. And you can come at it from so many different angles that it it, it is um, also dividing and and it can be a problem. But we 
we try to look at it all. I mean, you could come at it through the conspiracy research, realizing how bad you've been lied to from the media, from 9-11 to all these false flags, to the chemtrails, to the, the fact that your presidents are, are, are um, selected and not elected, and, and your, your whole life has been planned out. Uh, you know, so you'd be finding the solutions of realizing you can't trust these sources anymore and, and finding ways of o- averting this New World Order plan, which is very difficult. But, you you know, the solution's there. You could come at it through the fight against development of a, of a dominating force, destroying our planet in the name of progress, defending the environment, uh, finding the solutions of preserving a beautiful planet. Or you could come at it from the fight against authority because you know it's wrong. It, since it's very inception of allowing an outside force to think it owns you, finding solutions on autonomy and sovereignty, you know, you could be doing that. Or you could be coming at it through the fight against the genocide of your way of life, whether it's culture or you're dealing with the loss of land or your tribe is being wiped away from its standard of life for thousands of years. Or, uh, you know, you could be finding solutions in resistance and possibly physically stopping your oppressors because that's what corner you've been painted into. Or you could be coming at it from the cover up of the truth in UFOs and extraterrestrial phenomena. You you want to get the truth about out of all all the about it all, um, and you you know that there's a huge cover up. You know, finding solutions and how to bring this reality to the people. It, or it could be health. It could be EMF frequencies. It could be um, all these different things. It's all related, and that's the thing. All of this and more are covered on Chan It Down Radio. So when people ask for, you know, what about the solutions? Well, there is right here, just in this. I think I have a little bit more quiet space now. Yeah, so there's that. Um, Here's the thing. All of these things need to be considered in a large holistic view. I mean, this is what I see... And, and, and it's just, from my, my observation, I see, you know, there's not enough big picture thinking here and, and combining of important knowledge that needs to come from a, a large variety of sources. I mean, um, how many conspiracy researchers still believe in government? I mean, you, you hear all kinds of... of People thinking, oh, well, we we just need to get rid of the elite, but we can just have uh, uh, someone like Ron Paul, you know. I mean, come on, really? Or how many anarchists don't understand how this world is really ran by the dark occult and banking dynasties and don't understand natural law, don't understand morality, don't understand the the fact that we can't just go around doing whatever we feel like. And how many, how many people in the resistance movements or environmental activists are caught up in some forms of left-wing politics and buy information from the Club of Rome or the United Nations? I mean, how, how many people, too, in the UFO and ET research community believe in politics and government and think that we're going to get some honest disclosure? I mean, all of those groups I just mentioned are all fringe groups, as is. How many people fuse all of those together along with the consciousness change aspect? Very few. And that's why we're not getting anywhere. We're not getting anywhere because because people are caught up 
again in the system's tentacles. Read the blog. Listen to the show series I did, if you like, to understand, you know, what this world around you really is, to become a new person, a smarter person, a stronger person, an activated human. And, and, and many solutions are bigger than just you and me doing anything on a person-to-person basis. So, I mean, we need huge, large groups of the population to actually disagree with the system to make uh, a serious t- change. And some problems are bigger than you and I can really get solutions to. I mean, like chemtrails. I mean, how are you going to stop chemtrails? Uh, you have to go to the source. The source is unknown exactly. And so those of you who, if you listen, are involved in these programs and you do not agree with it, that's up to you to put a stop to them. Because, uh, you, you know, either that or you're totally brainwashed and you're just thinking you're doing a good job, then, you know, you're contributing to your, your family's own death. And you're contributing to the planet, and you are morally culpable for the problems that we are facing. If you're involved in these programs and not doing anything about it because you know it's not the right thing to do. But side rant there. We know we need to put a stop to a lot of things, but we have to go to the source. And so, um, yeah, so I, I think that a lot of stuff is more on a person-to-person basis of, of getting yourself out of your own bondages in slavery and not worrying about what other people think. The people that fight your personal revolution within you are people that are generally childish, stuck in childish envy, jealousy. Uh, you're scaring them because you're covering information that they that scares them and makes them have to second guess their life and that's their own fault and that's their own problem but you doing this is liberating yourself and unfortunately you do have to be a bit selfish like that because you know you can't you can only bring a horse to water but my next part on 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 today's talk is a solution and so also i mean and we'll get into the health solutions. But I feel that the bigger solutions are us turning our backs on the elite and start becoming as sustainable as possible. And it's tough, but returning to nature is ultimately what we need to do. New ways of getting food, new ways of living, and of course there's more to that equation. Another one is that, that we are all alive in this time to be part of something big. So we all chose to be here, you always hear, and there will be a battle of good versus evil. Let's face it. Let's just say now that evil right now is is doing a pretty damn good job, unfortunately, and this time needs to happen for some reason. This 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 rise in good versus evil is it's the the final showdown, and it's got to happen. And it doesn't mean you just let that let it mow you down and don't fight it. We have a responsibility with this knowledge. We do. You're meant to enjoy your life. Have fun and have as much fun as you can while you can and do that too. But you have a responsibility with this knowledge in order to give the people uh, something back that they can really, you know, latch on to. I mean, it's the only way. The ball's in your court. I mean, what are you going to do? Chant down the system and become a green light person? I hope so. 
I hope I hope that's what you you're, you're planning on doing. The balls really in a lot of other people's court, but that's my measure of truth right now from these 20 years. And honestly, I've never seen a more of a distracted population than ever. So I'm not really looking. I'm not really sounding very positive, am I? But the positive things are, are yet to be done. And I hope that the work can be done. And I wouldn't be doing this work if I didn't believe that some things can be done and not giving up, never giving up. So, yep, chanting it down.
So people that know me really well know me as a, a multifaceted person with many different interests and many things. And I another part of life that I focus on is promoting a healthy lifestyle. And I think that it is a very important key component to dialing ourselves into becoming the greater human beings. One thing that I focus on is fitness. And it's important. It's an important part of my personal life pie. And what I mean by that is, you know those, those, those lifestyle balance pies. You've seen them before, these charts where sections of your life are cut up and you try to find what percentage of your life fits in certain spots to balance out a, a harmony. And, you know, no life's perfect. So, and don't, don't act like I'm not trying to tell you that you've got to be this perfect fit person here. This is, this is a, a process and it's not going to be for everyone, but um, ultimately to tie in mind, body, and spirit and have the balance is what we want to do here. Because we're living in a world full of more toxins than ever now, I mean absolutely we don't even see half the things. I mean, of course, we eat a lot of these things, but we also don't see all the frequencies and everything. And Well, anyway, we need to really take care of ourselves. And I feel like not only do we need to take care of ourselves, we need to do it really well, and I feel like taking it to the next level. We have to advance ourselves above the norm with our health. And that's what today's talk about. It's about it, it's, This talk here is about becoming more superhuman and close to that as possible to be able to actually touch amazing and exercise is such a key part of this it's very important I've met a lot of people that have some big pieces of the equation as far as the truth as far as what 
is going on on Earth and their great research, but they still they they still have not had have have put their personal health in order. And eating right is extremely important. It's but it's not just the only part of the equation because I've still met people that have the diet dialed in. You know they're their healthy diet, but they still don't exercise, and that makes everything come into perspective so much more when you have the exercise and the diet. And when when you you feed this important element into the equation, it will improve your life so much. It'll improve your vitality so much. Um, living your life to the fullest potential while. Also, the world is landsliding into hell. It gives you an edge. It gives you this, 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 uh, uh, this bonus in life, if you want to call it that. And especially once you know the truth about the world and you're living your life to the fullest and getting this, the, the most out of it. And I feel like we need a lot of exercise. And we really need to get uh, ourselves <clears throat> you know, as fit as possible. And I understand that I am at an advantage telling you to go be active every day because I live in a warm climate where I can go year-round outdoors. It's a lot easier for me to say to someone, yeah, just go out for a run. And where you live, it might be minus 10 outside. So I do understand that. And you may have to join a gym. And I don't necessarily like gyms myself. I don't go to a gym because um, I, I try to do everything at home as much as I can, and more, I'm not really into gyms, but I have been, be, I've gone to gyms before, and uh, my my advice is, is I just put on my headphones and get in my own world, I don't, I don't look at other people, because yeah, and the, and the bad things about gyms, sure, you got to share equipment, uh, you know, and there, there's the germ factor in that, and the smelly people, and mostly what I don't like about gyms is the, 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 the stupid egos. There is a lot of people in there. But there is people that do take it serious, too. And um, that, that's what I would be go, that's what you should go there for. But you have to outweigh that, the negatives, with the cost of becoming out of shape and unhealthy. Extreme health. That's what I'm talking about. Extreme fitness. And it has to be brought into your life slowly. Incremental. I'm not asking you to just go ahead and go full throttle right now, incrementally, especially if you don't have exercise at all in your life. You're going to need to slowly get into it. Um, You can't go from doing a couple sets of crunches to some hardcore seven-minute ab workout marathon. I mean, you know, it's, it's something you start out slow. You can't go from running a half mile on flat to running three miles up a hill, or you can't run in a go around in a boxing ring without endurance, and you have to work yourself to these things. And it's and if it's intimidating to see really in shape people making it look easy, and you're saying to yourself, oh, "I'll never be that person," don't focus on them. Those people are not you, and you have to just block them out. And accept your own growth and accept your own your own progress in whatever fitness that you want to do. But how important is it to be at your cutting edge? I mean, you might as well. I, I understand I'm speaking to all age groups on this show. So, you know, I could be talking to you about 
uh, and you're 60 years old and taking it to the edge sounds like a pretty far stretch. <clears throat> Do what is in within your capacity, okay? And, I mean, we just have to live our life to the fullest. If you really want to live life to the fullest then you have to do extremes. Mundane 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, does not do extremes. But you have to take your own life in your own hands. But you will reap so much benefits by gaining more energy for life by doing this exercise, uh, doing all as many exercises. So, first of all, I guess you have to ask yourself, sorry about the plane, the helicopter, um, you have to ask yourself, what do you want to do for fitness? And everybody has different things that they, they are comfortable with doing. Uh, you know, what's your goals? Uh, do you want to get stronger, get more cardiovascular fit? Do you want to uh, do, do both? Do you, do you want to last five rounds in a boxing ring or a martial arts, uh, MMA mix, uh, martial arts ring? Or... Do you want a certain body type or do you have a certain goal to shoot for? That's for you to organize and figure out here. But what I'm going to start, what I'm going to do is give you a little bit of a, a head start on extreme fitness. And what's funny is, just like putting out the truth, um, there are many, so many people that will, will argue it with what I have to say about this. There, there's so many contradictory things you'll hear about fitness. Oh no, you should only train one body part twice a week, or you know, you're gonna overtrain, or or this, there's advice for everything. Everybody has their own way, and the truth about that is too. Everybody has a different body, and everybody's body uh, it deals with it all differently too. So that's another thing to consider. Uh, it's but it's funny because. It's another one of those things that reminds me about putting out the information that I put out normally. So, I'm going to give you a rudimentary guideline that will work based on real research of cutting edge working out in the Eastern European countries. And that this has helped me in my own personal life. So I'm going to give you a sort of a, a template to go by. So maybe one of the first things is, <clears throat> after you figure out what you're trying to shoot for, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, running a marathon or working out in the gym or whatever, you wanna um, you wanna know about. I think it's important to know about workout duration. How long you're gonna work out for? Um, I mean, some people spend two to three hours at the gym. Uh, they seriously do, or or just working out, and there's no need for that. Workouts do not need to be longer than 35 to 45 minutes. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Blood tests of Olympic athletes in Bulgaria were taken during and after workouts that show that after 45 minutes, the body's testosterone levels decreased 80%. So, um, Shorter workouts also allow recovery to happen faster. So that's another thing that is is an ideal situation. So short, intense workouts is really all that you need. You really don't need to spend lots of time here. I mean, honestly, who the hell has time 
any time to do a physical exercise longer than an hour in today's world unless you're trying to be like a bodybuilder or, um, or somebody like that. And even those people need to follow this same rule. And it'll really help. Um, 35 to 45 minutes is all you need. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to promote health, but unless you're trying to be an athlete for like a living, that's, that's all the time you probably have, I bet, just to do a small duration. Um, maybe the first, first thing to know is that when you first start any workout routine, whatever it is, you will see results and, and it's true. You will, and you will see results for a while and that's your body's adaptation and, and it's, and it may last a while and you'll think, well, great, but most people just work out to, at at a certain level and, and then they just do that. But what I'm saying is we need to push ourselves past that, you know, to keep upping your health and getting greater at what you're doing. I mean, how many people do you see who go running but never seem to lose that, that layer of fat? They, they just seem to look the same. You know, they just, they just exercise a little bit and they look the same. Or, or go to the gym but never really look different or have, have been the same strength for years and they never really got stronger in any of the movements they're trying to do. And, and so this is for people that want to take it to the next level. You want to, yeah, you might do a little exercise once in a while. And another thing to take into consideration, too, is you do have to work out uh, with, as far as muscles and everything. There's atrophy. Your muscles atrophy after 72 hours. So you need to work out, you know, in order to continue your growth, uh, whether it's muscle growth or uh, any cardiovascular, you really need to keep doing these things every 72 hours. And what the goal here is hyper, hypertrophy, which is m- the growth of the muscles. So when you get comfortable also with these workouts that you do, for example, like something that you started and you eventually get to a point you get comfortable, your body b- responds less but it's used to the amount of stress that you've been giving it. So it's, it's just, it's not doing it anymore. A great example is uh, if you uh, are, you know, starting a construction job and you're moving these rocks uh, out of a pile or something, I don't know, some, some laborer, and the first day you're so sore, you know, after doing it. But after a month of doing it, you've, your body has recovered and is developed a technique to where you're not sore anymore because you have uh, adapted. So it it gets used to the amount of stress that you've been giving it. The body has successively accommodated to the training it has been receiving. So that's adaptation. And eventually, a workout it can it can either go two directions, and this is basically any exercise. One direction you can go is that you you is just that you, like I was saying you can go uh, you're not making any results after a while and you actually either stay the same or eventually you get worse in atrophy all right or the other ways you start doubling your workouts because you realize well this isn't really working so you you start working harder but not smarter and and trying trying hard till eventually you overtrain because you are no longer uh, recovering 
correctly from overtraining. And during that time, you get great benefits for a while. And you're like, hey, this is working, until you run into the point of burnout and overtraining. So you would be going just the very opposite direction uh, to eventually getting your, yourself um, in a point where your body is, is not liking what it's giving anymore and it's, it's not recovering properly. So the idea here is to stay in this zone between overtraining and adapt, adapting. Uh, that's, that's how you keep progressing. And I'm talking about all types of exercise, basically. I mean, not necessarily yoga as much or martial arts as much, but at the same time, those things too, you could up your training and I'll get into how you can back off too. Uh, if you're working out in the gym with weights also, there are better, so this is another thing is you want to, with your exercise selection, you you want to uh, exercise the to the to the most effective ways you can. So if you're in the in the gym working out with weights, there are better exercises than others. So, so muscles, what they do is they grow from neurological stimulation to the nervous system. Even though it's it's outside stimulation that you're you're doing in the physical. But it's the nervous system that ultimately causes growth. And you want to pick the exercises that have, that have the highest neuromuscular activation. So you want, you want to do that by uh, uh, basically going into exercises that do that. So how, how are exercises rated? I mean, you could, there are exercises in the gym on the machines, I don't recommend many machines. Machines lock you into a more of an isolation exercise. And a a lot of times, those things don't really have a lot of benefit to your, to your, your overall stimulation of your nervous system. You want to do things that have more of a three dimensional realm. Uh, so, Free weights are generally great because they're compound movements that you can do, and they have a lot of more uh, dimensions to it. That's why if you're doing squats in the gym, those are better than actually locking yourself into to a machine like a leg press. It, it's a more it's a more natural three-dimensional environment and your your nervous system is at a much higher activating level because it senses there is more danger and it reacts to it because you have this big rack of weights on your back and you can twist slightly this way or that way so your body is actually reacting more to that and so but the highest the highest uh neurological stimulation that you can give from a workout is actually moving the body through space instead of um, being locked in even with free weights you're moving your body through space so uh, some things are are uh, a little bit more difficult to do and some are not always feasible Some, but just to say for example like you know, pull-ups are really 
not easy to do, but if you can try to do pull-ups versus some other exercises or dips, dips or, um, you know, uh, doing uh, cleans and also... I'll get into a few exercises that will help your explosive strength too. So those are the kind of exercises that I would pick over the the ones that are locked into the machine. So that also says in another way, you don't have to join a gym if you don't if you have space to either get a weight set, which I I would say that's a great idea, getting a weight set uh you know, particularly the Olympic style weights are the best. They are expensive, but once you have it, they're quality and they really work. But whatever works for your space and what you're doing, uh, and even greater, going out in into um, doing these these movements through space, these these exercises, going to like a a, a fitness park. You know, doing it outside, getting the better oxygen. So. What you want to do is you want to keep yourself in this zone between overtraining and your body accommodating and doing, getting no stimulation at all. So you want to be able to ramp up and drop off. That's the idea here. And this is how you don't get stagnant. This is how you do not plateau with whatever exercise that you're doing because your body eventually adapts. So the trick here is you want to do an exercise to the point of where you almost get into, you actually do dip into overtraining, and then as soon as you do, back off. So my little chart here, and I don't have this on slides or anything, but um, basically is, let's just pick an exercise, for example. Let's say you want to train a lot of body parts, and that's fine too. But let's just pick one exercise and move it through a week here. I would say four days a week is just fine. Uh, however, whatever works for you, again. But let's just say, for example, you're going to do squats. So let's use squats as an example. Let's use the Monday through Thursday um, to kind of give you an idea of how this would work. So on Monday... You want to work lightweight with squats. You maybe do about 14 to uh, maybe 13 to 15 repetitions, okay? And maybe you want to do three sets, so three, three sets of movements. And what you want to do is you also want to pay attention to the time, the rest time in between sets. So let's say uh, right now for week one, we're going to do three-week ramps, okay? So for week one, you're going to go ahead and go for Monday, 13 to 15 reps. And then Tuesday, again, 13 to 15 reps. And then we'll increase the intensity on Wednesday by doing about... uh, maybe let's just say 10 to 12 repetitions, getting a little bit heavier with the weight. And then by Friday, do your heaviest, maybe 8 to 10 repetitions. All the same resting period all week. So let's let's use, you know, and also one thing that I want to add in here is these, these Eastern European countries did research on how often you can train a body part, how often you can do a movement, 
and sore or not, you can actually come back too. And this is very controversial to a lot of people in the fitness world. You can actually come back and train again five hours later if you have the proper recovery of sleep and nutrition. You can actually come back to that body part again and do it. Uh, you know, some people could. So theoretically, you could do two 45-minute periods in a day uh, working out. But I'm just giving you one workout a day, four days a week, okay, as as an example of the model. So we got week one. Week one, and let's just say we used a resting period of 90 seconds in between sets, okay? That was week one. We did three sets. Week two... We're going to up the intensity. We're going to up the intensity to, uh, instead of three sets, we're going to do four sets. Okay? Same thing. Monday, Tuesday, going to have 13 to 15 reps. Four sets instead of three. And Friday, and I mean, sorry, Wednesday, going to have the 10 to 12. And then Friday, going to have the 8 to 10 reps. All four sets all week. Following week. We're going to up the intensity, you, you, and, and that last week, week two, same resting period, 90, 90 seconds between sets. Okay, so now we'll go to the third week, and this is the final week of this ramp. You're ramping up. So now we're going to adjust the resting period between sets to 60 seconds, and you're going to do five sets on each so five sets. So for using the example of squats, so now you're going to do five sets of squats. Monday through Thursday, same thing, 13 to 15 reps, two days in a row, then 10 to 12 on the Wednesday, and on the Thursday, 8 to, eight to 10. Some, and, and the repetitions, it doesn't have to be exact, but in that, it's the target range of how many times. And so you're going to be going into pretty intense, nearly overtraining. You're going to be into what's called acute overtraining. Right there, that's when you back off, you ramp, you've ramped up, and now it's the back off period. This is where you, for about three to five weeks, you might even be able to stretch it six weeks, you have a recovery period where now we're going to adjust the, the resting period in between sets to two minutes and you're going to do maybe three sets again. And your body's going to adjust. This is how the body works. It's going to be very stressed out during that three-week ramp. Once you back off, that's when you get the greatest uh, growth. So that's how it works. And if you can do those ramps, you'll never be stagnant. So just using that model as a method of progressing yourself will advance you in forever as long as you change the intensity all the time. And there are many different charts and variations you can do. I mean, resting period between sets is very important. Now, that's just in the gym, all right? That's just like maybe working with weights or maybe jump rope or something. Now, if you want to, like, say say you're doing run running, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't do a run every day. The reason why is your joints, uh, that actually does affect your joints. But, you know, maybe you're doing, maybe you're doing three miles on flat. Now it's time to start taking it uphill and start not doing that up a notch and, and trying to 
make your time a little bit faster every day, every time you do it, and also a little bit farther on your run. So we're pushing things to the next level. So that's my example here of of how you can progress yourself. Now let's talk a little bit about explosive exercises too. So also in this we we're talking about um, getting explosive energy. And I've talked about this before. One of the greatest things you can do, and all you got to do is find, I know, again, if it's real cold where you live, you may have to go to a gym for this. But if you can go outside and do sprints, I mean, you can find a, a school a school uh, field somewhere maybe or, or a park or something and do sprints. Uh, those are very explosive exercises. Uh, box jumps where you, you, you stand and, and you high jump onto a box up and down. That helps your explosive energy. Also, if you wanted to do uh, push-ups in between two benches and push up and do a clap, those are, those are really explosive exercises too. Uh, jump rope can be an explosive exercise. Uh, clean and jerk can be an uh, explosive exercise. Uh, and so you get the picture. You want to do this too. You want to keep your explosive strength really good because that also deteriorates the older you get. So anyway, just sort of a recap on what I'm saying. Um, these, this kind of charts of ramping up and then letting your body recover, I think is really uh, beneficial to continuing uh, your, your method of progressing yourself in whatever you do because you you can't let your body adapt for too long and you want to stay in that zone so uh, I hope that helps a little bit and if maybe that you wanted me to write you up a a chart for working out maybe maybe you're um, not visualizing this very well because I don't have slides today for this I'm more than happy to do that for you at a small price, uh, just for the effort, for the time it may take me. Uh, but, you know, you can always write me if you have any questions at peoplebeyondthis at gmail.com. But, yeah, so to this is basically uh, for those that really want to progress their health. And I think that when you progress your health side, you will become a, a more fully dimensional human. And you will feel better. You have much inner, much more energy to take on these, these the components of life. And I think every day you should bring yourself to a sweat. And how what workout system works for you is is hard to say. I I personally do four days a week of exercise and sometimes five if I can fit in a run. And so um, those are the things that help me. And maybe your goals are entirely different for fitness, but I can help you out with that too. I'm then I don't do that for a living or anything, but it's just knowledge that I've acquired, and I thought, and, I, and you know, I, I've whatever I can do to help to progress all of us that chant down the system into any sort of higher realm we can, because that's what we need to do, you know, and, and work on ourselves as much as we can, body, mind, spirit. Uh, you know, consciousness level has to be upped, but this part would be the body, and it's it's a it's an important part of these components that help everything come together and dial yourself into a a really awesome, spectacular life, and you will feel better. I guarantee it.
So, yeah, that's it. So, thanks for uh, chanting down the system and continue to do so. And up yourself and touch amazing and be a warrior, not a warrior. Chant it down. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed the different variety here, the two very different talks that can both help you in different ways. Um, I always hope that the information on this show can allow you to grow and become more of a, a human that matters in this world and sets aside from the general masses and the normal reality that we live. And so if that can help you, great. And if you really enjoy the show, spread the word. I can always use that kind of help. And that's what I don't do best, is spreading the word. But thanks for chanting down the system. Thanks for holding on, because the show has been on pause for a while. And I haven't had time for guests in a long time. And so that's also been on hold. But things will get back to a normal rhythm. I have a lot of great shows planned for this year. So uh, always go to the website, chantitdownradio.com. And you can find a variety of stuff that maybe you haven't listened to yet and uh, update you on the upcoming shows. Okay, stay tuned because I'm, I am going to be using a new platform, getting off Blog Talk Radio as soon as I can figure out what works best here. And so if you lose track of me, always, it is uh, ChannaDownRadio.com. And that's the home of Chanadown Radio. All right, enjoy the rest of this. Enjoy a freestyle. Chanadown. are you? Are you someone new? Are you someone who can come unglued? Unlike the many few who just spew the same old stuff that comes every morning like do, except you're going to 8 to 5 to do what? Exactly. You are just acting. You are just losing track of who you are. Because you're so much more your infinity like the stars and people have got lots of scars from being in the system, driving in their cars and going to the bars. After have to work while I'll tell you how to get far because we need to get where we are within us. Within us. It's harder than doing chin-ups and in the gym it's just like you need to be doing something so vigorous so we can get out and figure this because we need to configure this and rewire this so we can understand that we are the ones with the fire inside us the fires inside us we just need to invite it in and so you can be the one to begin again and get out a new skin like snake skin and take in a lot of information